Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with your hosts, Jake and Randy, discussing all things freestyle frisbee and whatever else that comes up. Welcome to Shooting the Frisbees with Jake and Randy. Hey, Randy, how's it going? Hey, Jake, I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know what? I had the opportunity to jam with Emma Kale today. Believe it. Emma Kale? World champion yeah. Emma Kale? Yeah, she came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden she appeared at Green Lake. And I'm like, oh my God, Emma, how are you? So I got the... Uh, the lucky opportunity to to shred with her for a couple hours so so that was really great wow you're very lucky she has such a gur factor she goes for everything and if it's too far out there she'll lay it out and i just i just love that about her yeah you know what i got to see i think three layouts uh today at the lake so That's it was awesome. awesome so we have another show for you all today uh actually we are going to have the final installment with jeff felberbaum so Enjoy. So, Jeff, you've mentioned a bunch of people, Evan, Cray, Corey, Joey, Donnie. Mm -hmm. Is there anybody you think uh, is forgotten from your generation that you'd like to talk about? Oh, what a beautiful question. What a beautiful question. Yeah, there's probably a lot of guys. Um, the one that stands out, you know, never really, a couple of guys that never really made it in the rankings, but they were very important players to all of us. Um, one guy is still around, actually still living. His, his name is Angel Sanchez, and he lives out in the West Coast, I believe. And if it wasn't for Angel and his consistency, he had this beautiful, beautiful, he was lefty, and he, I'm pretty sure, and he had this beautiful underhand. And he was so mellow in his game and so positive and always had a boombox and everybody's everybody's friend and joey would play with him all the time i would play with him all the time all our you know chris chris ryan and uh anzamitis and anzamitis was one of my uh, most important training partners for years because she would be out there all the time and she got very good there's another guy named roosevelt roosevelt bacchus he uh he wasn't so lucky he didn't he didn't make it out of there he was a martial artist and he loved Frisbee and he was extremely athletic and creative and things. And Roosevelt, he got into this thing called, that he called pinpointing, where he had this nail that he never, he, he never cut this nail. It was a very long uh, fingernail on his, on his index finger and he sharpened it into a point. And then there was, either there was a teensy weensy teensy weensy little uh, dent uh, hole in the bottom of a one, 165 that he used to very quickly get the disc into and just and he would just hold it there and then he would turn you know do these kind of this the same kind of stuff that John Dwork does with um, with uh, twirling and he but he would do it with pinpointing and um, so but he he was a great player you know and there was all these guys that never went to tournaments that were just incredible. You know, I, there's name after name after name. There's this other guy. These guys from Central Park were also very, very important people when I was growing up. And they, they went to the Rose Bowl, I'm pretty sure, in 77 or 78. This one guy, Clarence Braithwaite, and 
There was also uh, Brian Yore. These were just great players. Yore was like 9 million feet tall, and he could just do anything. And he was fabulous to play with. You know, the guys, the people from tournaments that I really appreciated, like this one, you know, Dave Marini, man. I mean, everybody knows Dave Marini, but God, he was one of my favorite people. He was just such good people. And his wife, Michelle, and all the people in Rochester, Jim Palmieri, it goes on and on and on. I mean, the loss of Gail McCall to the community is just stunning loss. I hate yeah. that. It's just ridiculous. It's just not fair. Yeah. Um, and the Swedish players that took me under their wing when I was when I was there, Jan Ekman and Lars Ake Innsberg. I don't know how to say his last name, but he's a photographer now. And, you know, this is really an honor for me to be able to say this, but um, one of my dearest friends from those days... Um, Christoph Schott. I met him in the Rose Bowl, and that poor guy. He was one of the sweetest guys that ever lived, and he uh, he went down to South America one year and uh, disappeared and never came back. And for me to have a chance to mention his name here is very important to me. And you know, I love the guy dearly, and he just disappeared. He was just gone, and just hugely tragic uh, experience for me to have that loss in my life. If I ever sat down and and wrote out everything, all of my thoughts about this, then there would be probably lots of other names. And there's so many stories uh, of kids that I played with and uh, grew up with and knew from Frisbee and knew me from Frisbee that it's, uh, it was an amazing world. Yeah. Well, that's a great list, a great list that you, that you listed off there. I mean, a lot of names that I remember from the past, but even I've heard names of Roosevelt and such. So it's cool to have you, have you bring them to the forefront. Thank you. So you played a lot in the past, and then you had a big gap in your freestyle career, and now you're starting to come back. You were at Worlds 2016, and I guess you played in a recent event in Milan. Uh, how do you see routines having changed over the years, and uh, what do you like, and what would you like to change? Um, you know, actually, I'm really the wrong guy to ask because I haven't I haven't seen enough to to make a to really to answer that question. Uh, I have seen enough to answer some other related questions. And yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. What, what yes. question do you want to yeah. answer? I'll make a st- I'll make a statement. I'll make a yeah. couple of statements. It's not so much a question. It's the statement is that it hasn't changed anywhere near enough. In that it hasn't, to the degree that it's it has improved. Diff- people people can do more technically today than they could do in the past. Um, you know, I saw this guy, I saw, I saw James, James Wiseman play, and I've seen some of these people who do these, you know, the disc is vertical, and they turn it around, and they turn it over, and I'm like, seriously, you could do all that kaleidoscopic, stu- not kaleidoscopic, that's the wrong word, gyroscopic stuff that I sort of dreamed about years ago, or didn't even dream about, I mean, the stuff that people do is, is just, it's ridiculous, I will never and could never do that stuff, and I I almost hope I never will because I I'd be I'd have to be an alien to be able to do that stuff. And people are just you know people are just people are crazy. That look look at this stuff that they could do. It's ridiculous. I, like again, you know, James can do anything. Uh, when I when you say went to the worlds, right? I went there for a couple. I I wasn't there the whole time. Uh, I was extremely out of shape. Um, I played as much as I could 
with people on the sidelines. I didn't watch the routines very much. The wind was terrible. It was just horrific. And nobody was really on, on their game. And it was just, you know, I just didn't, I, I, you know, I was interested. I was, I was connecting with people and talking and, and me, you know, seeing people and being honored. And, you know, I, I wasn't really watching so much. I am woefully behind the times in terms of what people are actually doing in their routines. Now, I will say that what I have seen doesn't really turn me on. I, it, it, and it's not because people aren't doing incredible stuff. It's more like because, I mean, it, you know, and stuff, certainly stuff that I can't do. What I've seen, it's not, has not been very entertaining to me. Um, and again, I haven't seen enough, but I have a different aesthetic. Um, I think that, you know, the work that I did with Cray and, to a degree, Donnie and Alan and I were doing, but mostly what what I was doing with Cray changed me a lot. I don't find it to be, again, particularly entertaining. A couple things about that. One is that the roots of the game that I played, um, most of them are, are, are gone. You know, this one guy here that, that I, whose game I really admire and who I played with uh, last summer and who um, his name is Andrea. He's fabulous. He's a great player. I think he's like 9 million times world champion or something. He, he said to me, man, you got to teach me speed flow. Hey man, I don't do speed flow. I don't even know what the hell speed flow is. I throw it and I catch it. I, I, I don't, you know, these different kind of ways that, that using the disc, have been uh, they've been isolated from each other in this in these into these kind of specialties the way Western medicine uh, chops up the human the human body and forgets that there's a human being you know it's like oh I don't care about your lungs uh, I'm a heart doctor or I don't care about your liver I'm I'm a uh, you know I'm a podiatrist meanwhile the patient is like yo uh, I'm not having a good time here if you chop if you chop freestyle up into components like that you know the product is um the product is not as interesting and so just let me let me let me ask so do you feel like freestyle in its current state is chopped up in no no, i'm I'm not expressing it well i'm not expressing it well i think i'm probably i'm probably trying to be too nice um and anybody that hears this it's like what Eddie Murphy did when he when he came. Eddie Murphy did this routine. Yeah, yeah, no, bring it, bring it, man. Eddie I want Murphy, to hear what you feel. Eddie Murphy Raw. Remember Eddie Murphy Raw? He comes out and he just, oh, you old people and people that get oh, that get inside, uh, insulted easily. Y'all should just get the bird out now, right? So he just just he just destroys it and everybody cracks up and obviously he breaks the ice and then he can say whatever he wants. He can be as nasty as he wants. I can't do that really, right? Because I'm an, sort of, I'm an ambassador of the sport and all this other stuff. But I'll just say that, let me see if I can do it where I, where I don't have to be not nice. I, when I don't have to be nice. I could just be somewhat critical and, and helpful. The, the game that I like to watch is, is very well-rounded and includes 
stuff that not everybody else is doing. It includes a lot of stuff where people don't hold the disc and you know do do, do even though they are incredibly difficult. They don't do they don't do combinations that take an hour. And the other while they're doing that, the other person is not standing there waiting for them to finish or just kind of dancing by themselves on the other side of the field. It's a swirling, moving, engaging, constantly changing, powerful, explosive, you know, it, it's, it's got every, it's dramatic, it's, uh, and well executed for sure. Watch the Coloradicals, man. They had the kind, and I guess a lot of people do that stuff, these, do stuff like that these days, but, but when they would throw a throw to be caught in flight, they weren't doing speed flow. They, and when Jens and Irwin were whipping that damn thing back and forth, it was pure. People were on their feet. The way to tell if what you're doing is worth it in Frisbee, you know, in a Frisbee spectacle is if people go on their feet when you do it. People that don't know anything about freestyle. And we are all such an inbred bunch that all we do is what everybody else does. We're the ones doing the judging. We're the ones doing the watching. We're the ones that are interested. If you Now I'm starting to rant a little bit, so I hope you guys are all right with this. And, and I hope the people out there that respected me can still respect me in the morning. But, but for me, it all goes together, all right? We are, um, and I'm using the word we, so I think that's helpful. We are a niche boutique sport that is not relevant in the world. We are irrelevant. What we do is irrelevant. And the reason what we do is irrelevant is not anybody's fault but our own. It's because we play for each other. We don't play for the audience. And the audience doesn't care because we don't care about them. Again, this is some, something I said before. If you want to change all that, forget about doing you know, the best flamingitis of everybody in the group. Forget flamingitis. Stop doing flamingitis. Kill it. Don't, don't ever, don't do them anymore. Put them out to pasture for 10 years and then bring them back. Everybody does the same stuff. Do stuff that will capture the attention of people that know nothing about it. And then you'll start to get the idea. And go back and look at see look and see what was done in the past. Because back then, there wasn't all this crazy stuff that we do now that nobody can do. That is, it's so, in, it's in, inaccessible to a beginner. It's inaccessible. You don't know what the person, what is the person doing, how to do it, and you could never do it. I can't do it. I'm a former world freestyle champion. I can't do the stuff that people do today. You know, kids today grow up with high tech stuff, so they be it's it's second nature to them, right? And and you know, I, I didn't grow up with cell phones, and so the first time I got a smartphone, I couldn't even make a phone call with it. I didn't know how, even know how to make a phone call. Kids grow up with 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 all this stuff, and it's the same way with freestyle to a degree. If this is normal, then you just do it. 
just like this is what you do with a, fr- with a Frisbee. You throw it, you put a lot of spin on it, you do a million moves, you learn how to delay really fast. Go watch Zen and the Art of Freestyle Frisbee. I, I, I'm not saying this particularly well. Cray said it really, really well in his, in his film, and people believe it. The only thing is, this is what's crazy. People say to me, ah, it's our Bible. We love this, but nobody does it. Nobody plays like that. Nobody trains like that. And the reason is, is that the only place to get any attention and to get any strokes is in the tournaments. It's in the competitive scene. And so we play for the tournaments and the tournaments are for the players, not for the audience. And so no audience, I mean, it's obvious. If you're not playing for an audience, there's not gonna be an audience. And if there's not an audience, What's the point? I'll tell you what the point is. I'll tell you what the point is. And this is why, really, why I'm having this conversation. Well, it's one of the reasons. One of them is because I love to tell stories and I love to talk about the past and I love to get it. I love attention still, but not because I need it, just because I love to create fun, right? But the real, the important reason why I'm having this conversation and the reason I care really about Frisbee now, because I wouldn't, well, I would probably because it's part of my history, it's part of who I am. Uh, And so I'm sort of into who I have been. Um, The reason is, is because when I play, I have a blast. And I didn't have a blast playing for 30 years because I didn't know what the point was. I really didn't know what the point was. I, I didn't like it. And then I, I, I remembered before I came to the, when I was invited to come to get the, um, to get, to accept the award last summer, I, I realized it's, it all started coming together for me. Oh, I know. Oh, I, oh, this is the, this was the, this was the, uh, the way, these were the chain of, the chain of events for 30 years or something or 40, I had been pondering, no, not for 40, for 30, the years that I had not played. I had been asking myself every once in a while, because it really wasn't that important to me, except when I had to figure out, oh man, what am I gonna do with all these moldy trophies, and which one of these Frisbees should I save, and uh, you know, which one should I leave for my son, and all this other stuff. And what part of this legacy am I, is important. I would ask myself, you know, what, what was this all about? Because I have no connection to it anymore. And then, when, when, again, when I was honored, and told that I was, I was put into, this, into the Hall of Fame, I realized that I had actually affected some people positively. Like, oh, the point is, is that you made an impact and that you know, people noticed and that's good. And that it, it gave me this, this, the beginning of this, well, if I have something where I have you know, the recognition of people around the world to a, to a certain degree, then that means that I can fold this into what I'm about and what I'm already doing in other ways. And really, it's this. The world is a very troubled place and needs, needs help. And if you've noticed... Well, 
when I started playing frisbee, it was because it it, it captured my imagination. It, it it brought me joy. It was fun, and I will be I'll be damned if in this world of possibly overshadowing, overarching, and overwhelming darkness, I will be damned if I do not shine my light as brightly as I can possibly shine it in every direction. And one of the ways I can shine it is when I play Frisbee. Because when I play Frisbee, I have a blast. And other people have a blast watching me. And other people always did have a blast watching me. And, and I've got to use that somehow to make this world a better place. So I came up with a way to do it. Not necessarily with me, with me being the star of the show. I don't need to be the star of this show, but I can be one of the master of ceremonies. And that's what I intend to do. Well, Jeff Felberbaum certainly is passionate about his vision, and uh, that was a fascinating and interesting conversation, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. You may agree or disagree with what he has to say, but you cannot argue with how passionate he is about it. Yeah, indeed, indeed. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to do the deep dive into the his full vision there, but we will put a link in the show notes that will link to his V-Disc project and uh, you can read in more detail about what he thinks um, is a way and a path to using disc to change the world so with that jake uh i think we're out today yep that's a wrap it's good talking to you randy all right bye thanks for listening to shooting the frisbees with jake and randy To contact us, or for more info, check us out at frisbeeguru.com. Home to Haynesville, shooting the frisbees, and live streaming freestyle frisbee.